0: So please
1: yes. not talk, Radio. Don't
2: Hello and welcome Hello. To, the, to the radio. For some reason, I For some reason I, reason I can't. That's weird. That's weird. Anyway, hey. Anyway. Um. um Yeah, I'm gonna have to, reconnect, have to reconnect and do the show and do that. the show with that. <laughs> He's the baby wipes dude. All right, sorry about that. Anyway, um, I'm watching C-SPAN right now at the same time as I'm broadcasting. I just got to watch Dennis Kucinich rip it up pretty loudly there. Uh, and, you know, um, apparently they have formed a caucus that they call the, uh, skeptics caucus, and it's a bipartisan caucus, and its entire purpose is to, uh, look very heavily at what, you know, bills are coming out and all that, and, uh, I have to say I'm pretty happy with that, um, but anyway, um, as I was saying, uh, today's show is actually about the subject of the Constitution Party and more specifically its platform and its nominee, Chuck Baldwin, and his vice presidential candidate, Daryl Castle. Now, Revolution Broadcasting has had an awful lot on the positive side about these two people, and um, I do believe that they at least mean well. But uh, a little while ago, some controversy started over the issue that Chuck Baldwin and Daryl Castle have both said that they agree with the platform, more specifically uh, Chuck Baldwin said, "Not only did he agree with the platform, he said that he joined the party because of the platform." Now, there has been a lot of argument back and forth to this issue, and I have seen that it seems to me like people want to cover it up. They, you know, they say, "Well, you're tearing us apart by bringing all these things up that I'm getting ready to bring up." It's like we're not allowed to think for ourselves. We're not allowed to analyze. You know, we have to do whatever Ron Paul says, regardless of how you know bad you may feel it is. And well. You know, I did follow Ron Paul into this movement, and when I did, I did so because, you know, he taught me to think for myself and to really get to the the key issues here. And so that's what I'm going to do tonight. Um, I wrote a very heavy um, report on this subject um, about, and I called it the Constitution Party Platform, and the Constitution Party is not constitutional. So um, I'm going to start off with this uh, little gem from the Constitution Party platform, uh, this is a quote. This great nation was founded not only by, hold on a second, sorry, by religionists, but by Christians. Not on religions, but on the gospel of Jesus Christ. The U.S. Constitution established a republic rooted in biblical law. These statements imply that our founding fathers founded this country to be a Christian theocracy, and that laws in the Bible are the roots of the Constitution. Now, to get some statements from the uh, founding fathers on this subject. Thomas Jefferson on separation of church and state. Quote, Believing with you that religion is a matter which lies solely between a man and his God, that he owes account to none other for his faith or his worship, that the legitimate powers of government reach actions only and not opinions. I contemplate with sovereign reverence that the act of the whole American people which declared that their legislature should make no law as respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, thus building a wall of separation between church and state, Congress thus inhibited from acts respecting religion, and the executive authorized only to execute their acts, I have refrained from presenting even occasional performances of devotion presented, indeed legally, where an executive is the legal head of a national church, but subject here as religious exercises only to the voluntary regulations and discipline of each respective sect. Further, I consider the government of the United States as directed by the Constitution from intermeddling in religious institutions, their doctrines, discipline, or exercises. This results not only from the provision that no law shall be made respecting the establishment of or free exercise of religion, but from the also which reserves to the states the powers not delegated to the United States. Certainly, no power to prescribe any religious exercise or to assume authority in religious discipline has been delegated to the general government. Clearly, Thomas Jefferson did not believe that religion has any authority in government. Anyone want to argue on whether or not Thomas Jefferson was a founding father? What about these quotes? Thomas Paine, as to religion, I hold it to be the, the indispensable duty of government to protect all conscientious protesters thereof, and I know of no other business government has to do therewith. James Madison, this one actually sounds exactly like Thomas Jefferson's, but Believing with you that religion is a matter which lies solely between man and his God, and that he owes account to none none other for his faith or his worship, that the legislative powers of government reach actions only and not opinions, I contemplate with sovereign reverence that act of the whole American people which declared that their legislature should make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Now, This next part from Madison is very important because I think I'm going to be quoting it about a dozen times as I go through the uh, Constitution Party platform. But this has to do with Madison's notes for the Bill of Rights. Madison used his outline to guide him in delivering his speech, introducing the Bill of Rights into the first Congress on June 8, 1789. Madison proposed an amendment to assuage the anxieties of those who feared that religious freedom would be endangered by the unamended Constitution. According to the Congressional Register, Madison, on June 8th, moved that, end quote, the civil rights of none shall be abridged on account of religious belief or worship, nor shall any national religion be established, nor shall the full and equal rights of conscience be in any manner or any pretext infringed. Now, on to George Washington, I am persuaded, you will permit me to observe that the path of true piety is so plain as to require but little political direction, To this consideration, we ought to ascribe the absence of any regulation respecting religion from the Magna Carta, i.e. the Constitution, of our country. Now, when you take all this information together, it's pretty obvious exactly where they were coming from when they were talking about religion. So let me move on a little bit here. We're going to go back to the Constitution Party platform. This is once again a direct quote. All teaching is related to basic assumptions about God and man, Education as a whole, therefore, cannot be separated from religious faith. We would remove from federal appellate review jurisdiction matters involving acknowledgement of God as the sovereign source of law, liberty, or government. Now, for those of you who don't know, the definition of federal appellate review, appellate jurisdiction is the power of a court to review decisions and to change outcomes of decisions of lower courts. Most appellate jurisdiction is legislatively created created and may consist of appeals by leave of the appellate court or by right. Depending on the type of case and the decision below, appellate review primarily consists of an entirely new hearing, a trial de novo, a hearing where the appellate court gives deference to factual findings of the lower court or to review of particular legal rulings made by the lower court, an appeal on the record. So essentially, let's go back to the Constitution Platform Party again and let's read this. We would remove from federal appellate review jurisdiction matters involving acknowledgement of God as the sovereign source of law, liberty, or government. This means that they would ask that the Federal Appellate Review not be allowed to overrule any ruling made by lesser courts that acknowledges God as the sovereign source of law, liberty, or government. This is a direct violation of the First Amendment. Now, also to point out, because we talked about how no-all education uh, it's see here, all teaching is related to basic assumptions about God and man, education as a whole, therefore, cannot be separated from religious faith. So in other words, this would make religion part of public education. This would prevent federal governments from overruling lower courts' rights to acknowledge the Christian God as the sovereign source of law, liberty, or government. This would prevent federal government, the federal government from hearing appeals based on lower courts favoring Christianity. From the Constitution Party Platform, The law of our creator defines marriage as the union between one man and one woman. No government may legitimately authorize or define marriage or family relations contrary to what God has instituted. We oppose any legal recognition of homosexual unions. This states that no government can authorize or define marriage in any way that is contrary to what their religion defines marriage as. To make this statement asks the government to pass laws that would favor the establishment of a religion. And in addition, if someone else's religion allows gay marriage, then it states that the government should not be allowed to recognize such unions. This would mean passing laws to prevent the free exercise of another religion. They say they want the government out of marriage after the fact to try and deflect this point. The problem is that they oppose legislation that in any way contradicts their religious view on what marriage is. Now, I've had a lot of arguments with people about this particular subject, and one of the biggest problems that I have with it. Is the fact that it's you know we've been all about freedom and equal rights and you're permitted to do with your body whatever you want you're you know you're permitted to be whoever you want as long as you don't harm anyone else okay I guess so now because we you know because Ron Paul has said well I support Chuck Baldwin's campaign and Chuck Baldwin has you know uh, just pages and pages of material about what's wrong with quote unquote gay or homosexual behavior we are for freedom as long as you're not gay. So, you you get free choice as long as you're not gay. So, as long as what you want to do does not contradict the Christian theology, then you can be free. Okay? That is unconstitutional. And in my opinion, it's also immoral. It's essentially tyranny. It's tyranny, pretending, basically, or disguised as religion. If a Christian doesn't like that two people have decided to get married and they happen to be of the same gender, they have the right to, if they are the minister, not perform the ceremony, and they have the right, if they don't agree with people of the same gender to get married, they have the right to make sure they don't marry someone of the same gender. That is the end of where their rights should exist in a free society. Now, this issue only gets worse as you continue to read. From the Constitution Party platform, quote, We oppose efforts to legalize adoption of children by homosexual singles or couples. Now, this statement calls on the government to make it illegal for people who are gay to adopt based entirely on their religion's opposition to homosexual behavior. This once again asks for laws to be affected or denied to respect the establishment of a religion, more specifically, their religion. From the Constitution Party platform, Quote, we stand against so-called sexual orientation and hate crime statutes that attempt to legitimize inappropriate sexual behavior and to stifle public resistance to its expression. Now, Ron Paul earlier talked about not liking hate crimes because it makes it like it's a special crime and therefore somebody should be put away longer because the person involved might have been subject to a hate crime. And, you know, I agree with that, that logic. But what they're talking about here is that they, first of all, statutes that attempt to legitimize inappropriate sexual behavior Who the hell are they to decide what is inappropriate sexual behavior? If you don't agree with what is or is not appropriate according to your own rules, then you rule that in your own bedroom. It is none of your business what somebody else does as far as their sexual behavior. And if your religion doesn't agree with it, then you don't have to do it, nor do you have to allow anybody to do it, say within your own house, but you do not have the right to make laws against what somebody else's sexual behavior is. Now, or to stifle public resistance to its expression, this is essentially them calling on um, removal of any protections, uh, essentially from gay people. You know, so that they could, you basically have the right to, uh, to, stifle public resistance to its expression. You know, this basically makes it legitimate for them to commit hate crimes—the very thing that these statutes, in theory, are supposed to protect against. This is once again unconstitutional. Now. Um, Essentially, this calls for the government not to legitimize what they oppose about someone else's sexual orientation based on their own religious beliefs. And it calls for an end to hate crime statutes to stifle public resistance to its expression, meaning that they want it to be legal to resist someone else's expression of their sexual orientation and apparently to make it legal to gash, gash gay people. Now, once again, from the Constitution Party platform, We also oppose all government legislation of, I'm sorry, legalization of suicide. Libertarians talk about being free to do what you want with your own body as you wish. This opposition to suicide is based on their religion, and it would force people who seek to end their lives for medical reasons, or any reason for that matter, to adhere to their religious beliefs with their own bodies. Once again, you have a right to life. You do not have an obligation to live. If you decide to do this with your own body, particularly if you're just a medical patient who just needs to pass on, your life has now gotten to the point where it is nothing but pain, just as you know, uh, you know Dr. Kavorkin had dealt with. Um, if, if that's your circumstance, then who the hell are they to make, you know, decide one way or the other as far as to what they do with their bodies? It's none of their business. Their religion is not the Constitution. Now, This next one is one of my favorites, and it's actually one of the more dangerous. Um, I may end up coming to break here in the middle of this, but from the Constitution Party platform, we call on our local, state, and federal governments to uphold our cherished First Amendment right to free speech by vigorously enforcing our laws against obscenity to maintain a degree of separation between that which is truly speech and that which only seeks to distort and destroy. Our collective representative body we call government plays a vital role in establishing and maintaining the highest level of decency in our community standards. This statement implies that they believe that their, quote, cherished First Amendment right to free speech, unquote, I'll I'll catch you after the break. (laughs)
1: It's better than me. It's
3: superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through hempusa.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn, help, shop at hempusa.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608
0: or go to hempusa.org today. Are CNN and Fox online any better than they are on TV? The old media. It's a
1: piece of crap. It doesn't work.
0: Revolution Broadcasting. Yeah. www.revolutionbroadcasting.com The freedom Sin starts here. News and talk from a freedom perspective. Revolution Broadcasting is listener supported, so please visit our website. And if you like what's here, chip in.
4: HempUSA.org is now offering free shipping worldwide to better serve our customers. Our goal is to get these fine hemp products to you in the least amount of time so you can enjoy what the powder seeds and oil can do for you. HempUSA.org has a warning that the U.S. food supplies are dangerously low, and we urge you to protect your family with hemp-storable foods today. Tomorrow may be too late. Call 908-691-2608 or visit HempUSA.org. This incredible food source is loaded with enzymes so your body can digest the food you eat, and it creates an alkaline environment where cancer can't grow and parasites cannot live, and brings funguses, viruses, and bacterial levels down into a halt. Try our powder seeds and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or visit hempusa.org. If the body has the proper nutrition, it will heal itself. Ask yourself. Why does our government not allow this crop to grow in the U.S.? This product is also great for pets and animals. Call 908-691-2608 or go to hempusa.org today.
3: Hi, I'm David Ruprecht, host of Supermarket Sweep and a member of the Libertarian Party. You ever wonder why Republicans increase big government and Democrats waver on social issues? Well, maybe it's time you shop around for a new party. Libertarians work toward smaller government and lower tax. Libertarians also take a principled stand on social issues, believing that you best know how to run your life. Check out the Libertarian Party, socially tolerant, fiscally responsible.
1: I'm a real American,
0: like for the of i
2: Hello, once again, we're back here on D-Radio Let me take an opportunity here to uh, fix something Okay, here we go Now, we were talking about um, the Constitution Party's position on banning profanity And they're essentially the perversion of what the First Amendment really means That they think gives them the right to do this I'm going to read it again We call on our local, state, and federal governments to uphold our cherished First Amendment right to free speech by vigorously enforcing our laws against obscenity to maintain a degree of separation between that which is truly speech and that which only seeks to distort and to destroy. Our collective representative body we call government plays a vital role in establishing and maintaining the highest level of decency in our community standards. This statement implies that they believe that their cherished First Amendment right to free speech gives them the right to pass and enforce laws against obscenity. And as they said, to maintain a degree of separation between that which is truly speech and that which seeks only to distort and destroy. So in other words, based on their religious beliefs, they should be able to invoke their right to free speech by the government, which, as they put it, our collective representative body we call government plays a vital role in establishing and maintaining the highest level of decency in our community standards to prevent someone else from speaking profanity and to separate what is speech and what is not. This directly states that the government has a vital role in doing this. So let me get this straight. It's not okay for the government to tell us what we can and cannot say, unless, of course, it's profane, according to the Christian doctrine. Now, I could go on for hours about this subject, but when people talk about this and they don't understand where I'm coming from, where I say that basically you are looking at... um, when you are looking at the subject, when you're looking at it and you're trying to tell yourself, well, Ron Paul said this guy was great and he's going to get rid of the Fed, so I could just ignore all this. Okay. I don't remember ever signing on to give up my First Amendment. I certainly don't remember ever signing on to allow anybody's religion to be the determiner, basically to be the thing that determines what is and is not speech. That's none of their business. If they don't like obscenity, they have the right not to speak obscenity. They have the right to demand that obscenity is not spoken in their home. They do not have the right to come into my mouth, essentially, and to tell me what I can and cannot speak. They do not have the right to tell people, one way or the other, what they can and cannot say. It's that simple. That is a violation of not only the first sentence of the the First Amendment, because you're talking about not respecting your religion, but the second aspect of the First Amendment that talks about freedom of speech. So... We move on a little bit further. From the Constitution Party platform, pornography, at best, is a distortion of the true nature of sex created by God for the procreative union between one man and one woman in the holy bonds of matrimony and, at worst, is a destructive element of society resulting in a significant and real emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial cost to individuals, families, and communities. Get ready for the invocation of the First Amendment again. We call on our local, state, and federal governments to uphold our cherished First Amendment right to free speech by vigorously enforcing our laws against obscenity to maintain a degree of separation between that which is truly speech and that which only seeks to distort and destroy. They go on further. With the advent of the Internet and the benevolent neglect of the previous administrations, the pornography industry industry enjoyed uninhibited growth and expansion until the point today that we live in a sex-saturated society where almost nothing remains untainted by its perversion. While we believe in the responsibility of the individual and corporate entities to regulate themselves, we also believe that our collective representative body we call government plays a vital role in establishing and maintaining the highest level of decency in our community standards. This is directly calling on the government to ban whatever the Christian religion, in their opinion, determines to be profane. This is a direct violation of the First Amendment. And they're invoking the First Amendment at the same time that they're violating the First Amendment. This is absurd. And how exactly are we supposed to tolerate this? How am I supposed to get behind this? But this is ridiculous. Okay, so in this statement they say that the true nature of sex itself was created by their God, and that they therefore are empowered to legislate it. And that once again, their First Amendment right of free speech enabled them to legislation, or to, uh, enable them to legislate the expression of other people based on their religious beliefs. Okay? This calls on the government to regulate the Internet according to their religious beliefs of what is and is not obscenity, and states that the government has a vital role in doing this. this I thought this whole thing is like, you know, people keep telling me that Chuck Baldwin is supposed to all be about you know, keeping the government out of your life, and it's supposed to be about him not ruling your life. Well, that is exactly what this platform, that Chuck Baldwin said, I, you know, I agree with the platform, I have no problems with the platform, I joined the party because of the platform, this is the guy that I'm supposed to believe is going to protect my freedoms? Okay, this entire concept opens a door to using the Bible as means to interpret the Constitution, and more to the point, states that it is how it was meant to be, and properly should be, and that the Constitution is rooted in biblical law. History has proven time and again that biblical law is not what anyone would call libertarian. Just ask the people put to death for their heresy. Just ask the people slaughtered in the Crusades on both sides of the conflict. Ask the women who were told to mind their place in society according to the Bible and to honor and obey their husbands. Ask the slaves that various followers of Christianity owned. Ask the girls who were forced to wear skirts to their ankles in some churches. Ask the people prohibited from seeking divorce in others. Ask the people who were whipped for being caught dancing. Ask the people who were told that they had to make love through a hole in a sheet. Okay, these people have the right to believe this and to practice it themselves, and I respect that. And I don't hate Christians. I hate theocracy. I don't want somebody else's religion in my life. I don't want somebody else's religion in my government. That's why I live in America. Okay, now, and but when you want to remove the Constitution's ability to separate church and state, and you start down the road of allowing one religion to be the law of the land for all citizens of the United States, you have stepped out of freedom, and into theocracy and religious fascism. If I don't want to live my life according to Christian doctrine, I have absolutely every right to deal with that. So, in any case, you know, Joe Mack's trying to attack me in the chat room, but allow me to point something out. He said he would uphold the Constitution. Now, I know that the ignorant involved in this conversation wanted to detract from this, but as I've already pointed out, Uh, Daryl Castle and Chuck Baldwin saying that they will uphold and defend the Constitution doesn't mean a damn thing if they believe that that means that they have the right to ban profanity. It doesn't mean a damn thing if it means that they think the Constitution, through their cherished First Amendment rights, enables them to ban what they consider to be profane. That's ridiculous. Plain and simple. You cannot do that according to the Constitution. But they believe they do. So if you tell somebody, if somebody tells you, rather, that they're going to uphold and defend the Constitution, that doesn't mean anything if they have a very big failure in their understanding of what that means. And what that doesn't mean is that their religion and the Constitution are the same thing. What it doesn't mean is that they have the right to go after us, okay, for not following a lifestyle that they approve of. It's none of their business. It's none of their business if I was gay and I choose to marry somebody who is also gay. It's none of their business. It doesn't affect them, other than in their minds. They have a moral problem with it, so therefore they think they have the right to control it, and that's garbage. And that is also not freedom. Okay? So, in any case... um, I'm going to read something further, and this has to do with Thomas Jefferson, Okay, on his personal opinion of the clergy when it comes to government. Ask Thomas Jefferson why he cautions about the clergy being involved in government. These are direct quotes. The clergy, by getting themselves established by law and engrafted into the machine of government, have been a very, very formidable engine against the civil and religious rights of man. On different quote. The clergy believed that any portion of power confided to me as the president will be exerted in opposition to their schemes. And they believed rightly, for I have sworn upon the altar of God eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. Let's say that again. And they believe rightly, for I have sworn upon the altar of God, ironically, eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. But this is all they have to fear for me, and enough to in their opinion. A different quote. History, I believe, furnishes no example of a priest written people maintaining a free civil government. This marks the lowest grade of ignorance of which their civil as well as religious leaders will always avail themselves for their own purposes. Another quote. In every country and in every age, the priest has been hostile to liberty. He is always in alliance with the despot, abetting his abuses to return for protection to his own. Right now, you're asking me to vote for a member of the clergy into the highest office in our government. That's actually the reason I didn't support Mike Huckabee. So, I've said some of my spiel. There's more to it. I'm being attacked by Joe Mack in the chat room because he's ad homing the issue, even though he knows I'm right. He doesn't want to. Be, he doesn't want to admit it. But the reality is, is he knows I'm right. I've had conversations with him about this before. The problem is is that generally what they revolve around is the the circular logic. And more to the point, they repeat the same things over and over again, as if that's somehow going to make it more right. But he said he would uphold and defend the Constitution. That doesn't mean anything if he doesn't understand the Constitution. And if he believes that the Constitution is an extension of biblical law, and if he believes that the Constitution gives him the right to ban profanity, and if he believes that the Constitution gives him the right to deny gay people of marriage, and more specifically for him to ensure that people can voice their dis- you know, displeasure with gay people, okay, then he's not following the Constitution. He can say it all he wants. That doesn't make it true. I'm sure George Bush thinks he's following the Constitution while he leads us into fascism too. That doesn't make it true. okay. Now, another statement that I've heard, and I've had the same stupid argument before. okay. The, the issue is... okay. Joe Mac is smarter than I am. Right. Anyway, um, when they equate this issue, they talk about it further. And what ends up coming up next is the subject of, well, Chuck is just playing the party line here, Neil. exact statement from Joe Mac, I might add. And somebody else I debated on this subject from Independent Political Report. Okay, he's just playing the party line, you know. So, I mean, he may not actually feel that way. And I said, okay, so did he lie? Well, no, he didn't lie. And no, Joe Mac, I'm not anti Chuck based upon any but uh, religious fervor. I am anti Chuck based upon constitutional fervor and keeping his religion out of it. In any case, did he lie? Does he either A believe in the platform and then lie to other people saying that he did? not Or did he B never believe in the platform and then told us so that he so he didn't anger his party at him? So one of two things is true. He either supports this ridiculous platform, or he's lying. Neither of which are, to, are anything that's going to get me to vote for somebody. Okay? We've already had enough dishonesty from our politicians. That's why we're in this situation the way it is. Okay? And the, the issue is that... No, Joe Mack, I have not asked Chuck these questions. And no, I'm not a fool. Thank you for being mean. Now, anyway, as I was saying, um, you have to care about following the Constitution. You have to look very closely at it. And that means that nobody's religion has any more right than anybody else's. Period. Okay? (laughs) Rome says, Chuck Baldwin is just a tool sucking up your money just like the church, harpooning whales. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I, and I don't hate the man, and I believe he thinks he's doing what's right. The problem is, is that what he thinks is right and what is right are two very different things. Okay, You have to get to the core of the matter, and the core of the matter is, is that the Constitution means that you can say whatever you want. That's what the First Amendment means. It does not mean you can say whatever you want as long as the Church doesn't find it obscene. What the reality is is the Constitution says that pornography... You know essentially, what it covers is is that you know it's just one of those things that you cannot make illegal if you will find it objectionable, don't participate in it, okay? It's just like what um, Ross Perot said in a debate between Bush senior Bill Clinton and Ross Perot, they were arguing about that stupid G chip, okay. They went on for like a half hour talking about this, and Ross Perot was like. Look, if you don't like what's on TV, turn it off. I'll be back to you guys after the break.
3: the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn, help, shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608, or go to hintusa.org today. You feel like you should be free to live your life how you want, so long as your actions don't harm anyone else? There's good news. You're not alone. Thousands of people like you are going to move to New Hampshire so we can reclaim our lost liberties. Be a part of the Second American Revolution. Join the Free State Project. You can learn more about the Free State Project at freestateproject.org or call toll-free 1-888-532-4604, that's 888-532-4604, or visit freestateproject.org. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp, has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn, help, shop at hempusa.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to the hempusa.org today.
0: Are CNN and Fox online any better than they are on TV? The old media. It's a piece of crap. It
1: doesn't work.
0: Revolution Broadcasting. <laughs> www.RevolutionBroadcasting.com. The freedom spin starts here. News and talk from a freedom perspective. Revolution Broadcasting is listener-supported, so please visit our website. And if you like what you hear, chip in.
1: I am a like the of every man you're a real American But who was
0: right,
2: In any case um, so at this point uh, Joe Mac thinks that uh, 90% of the room believes him if they're not listening then that's fine I've made my peace but I will not support Chuck Baldwin at all um, I will not support Chuck Baldwin you cannot uphold the Constitution Party platform as I have already proven and still believe and uphold the Constitution, you cannot, they are incompatible, okay, and I guess what I'm looking at here now is that people don't really want to accept that fact, they really want to believe that Chuck Baldwin is the next Ron Paul, but the reality is Chuck Baldwin's beliefs are not the same as a lot of people in this movement, And Ron Paul saying that he supports his candidacy is not enough for me. You cannot make blatantly unconstitutional statements and still be the guy for the movement. I've made an argument based upon fact. I've made an argument based upon the statements within the platform, and the statements of the founding fathers, and the statements within the Constitution. If anybody has anything to refute this with that is not the same kind of nonsense that I had to deal with previously when I tried to debate this with Joe Mac. this is the kind of circular logic. Um, well, let me try the line of, well, but he says he'll uphold the Constitution, Neil. So let me try that 20 minutes from now, and then maybe it'll be more valid then, even though Neil's already misproven that because he's already pointed out that Chuck doesn't follow the Constitution. But I'll just use it 20 minutes later. So... Um, There we have it. Um, I guess as he's finding out here, uh, Rome's is saying he agrees with me. There are a few other people who agree with me. And uh, it looks to me like Jomak's idea that 90% of the chat room agree with him is kind of not really there. That's good. In any case, collectivism and, and going along with what's popular is not exact, does not exactly mean that it's right. That's actually what got us into all this in the first place, and I don't care who I have to argue with in order to bring this up. I know that I'm daring to violate the sacred cow. I know that I'm daring to call out Chuck Baldwin, whom a lot of people here have said, you know, basically that they just think he's the guy, but obviously they're not thinking. I'm not hearing any intelligent argument as to my problems with the platform, all I'm hearing is, Neil, you're crazy, Neil, you're acting strangely, Neil, this, Neil, that, Neil, 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 I wish you were more educated. None of this means anything, okay? You explain to me how the First Amendment of, you know, basically they're Let's, let's read it again. We call on our state, local, state, and federal governments to uphold our cherished First Amendment rights to free speech by vigorously enforcing our laws against obscenity to maintain a degree of separation between that which is truly speech and that which only seeks to distort and destroy. Our collective body, representing, or, sorry, our collective representative body we call government plays a vital role in establishing and maintaining the highest level of decency in our community standards. Now, you explained to me... How this statement does not pervert the First Amendment of the Constitution. Explain that to me. You explain to me how Chuck Baldwin has the right to enact any kind of law that violates my right of free speech. Because he thinks it's obscene, I don't get to say it. Because his religion says it's obscene, I don't get to say it. No, Six months ago, if somebody had told us this, we would all be laughing at them. But because we are so absorbed in hero worship, because we are not thinking for ourselves, okay, this is garbage. This is garbage. The fact that people are not thinking. We are supposed to be thinking. That's what this whole movement was about, was learning and thinking. But now, okay, but now... Because I am thinking, and some other people stop thinking, I guess this is where we really divide the men and the boys, so to speak. This is where we divide the real followers and those who are just followers. And what I mean by that is is that I learned from Ron Paul to be objective. I learned Ron Paul, okay, um, I learned from Ron Paul to think for myself. I learned from Ron Paul to actually evaluate what a candidate was saying and then go from there. They didn't learn follow whatever I say. That's what we're already doing, okay? The Ron Paul movement is not just another situation of we just follow whatever the guy says. That's not what this is about. We're supposed to be thinking. We're supposed to be questioning. That's what this is really about. Now, Deacon from the chat room says he has a question for me, so I'm going to wait to see if he repeats it. I didn't see it, but... Waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah, I imagine Dr. Steve doesn't want to listen to my rhetoric either because he's got an awful lot riding on this campaign. And I appreciate his work and all that other jazz, but the reality of the situation is, Steve, you haven't answered these questions either. How do you get away with saying that the First Amendment gives you the right to ban what you think is profane? Anyway, if I have a right not to hear swearing around my family and someone is swearing around them, is it still a right? Okay. Deacon, if I have a right not to hear swearing around my family and someone is swearing around them, is it still a right? Well, Deacon, I guess it, you need to elaborate a little bit more on what you want here. But, um Now, anyway, uh, you can elaborate on your question. I guess what you're saying is, do people still have a right to swear in front of people, et cetera, et cetera? Um, the issue is, as is a matter of property. At that point, if you're on your own property, then you have a right to tell people what they can and cannot say. If you are not, okay, then if they're not on, you know, essentially on your property, then they're free to say whatever they want. That that's what it's all about. So. Okay, yes, but Dr. Steve Parent, I know this is the other circular issue, but these are all states' rights issues. That doesn't matter, okay, because the CP platform calls upon all governments, not just states. They also call on federal. They say federal over and over again. Remove federal appellate review. Okay, that was one of the things. We call, well, here, let me read. We call on our local, state, and federal governments. Okay, there you have it. Deacon says, once again, if I have a right not to hear swearing around my family and someone is swearing around them, is it still a right? Deacon, I have already answered your question. It comes down to property. Is the person swearing on your property or not? If the person is on public property, then unfortunately the most you can do is leave the situation. You don't have the right to tell them what they can and cannot say. Yes, they do, Steve. What a dumb question. But anyway, um... So Joe Max says that I am incapable of making careful decisions. I really don't understand why anybody hasn't figured out that, people, that he's just attacking me to try to get to the point. He won't answer my question. He won't talk about the First Amendment. He won't talk about gay marriage. He won't talk about how we're for freedom unless you're gay, how we're for freedom unless you want to say something that my religion doesn't agree with. So tell me, is that for freedom? does anybody else here think that gay people don't, you know, deserve the right to do whatever they want? So, I mean, who else are we going to um, decide just to say, well, you know, about six months ago, the movement would have been all for your rights as a gay person, but now that we've adopted this uh, Now that we've adopted this Chuck Baldwin fellow, well, he's a Constitution Party fellow and the Constitution Party platform says that gay people shouldn't be allowed to get married because their God says so. So we're afraid that we can't let you be part of the movement anymore. So what's next? Who's going to be the next person? Who's going to be the next group that we sacrifice in the name of our supposed fight for liberty? I'm going to take the last few moments of my show to point something out. I have heard some crazy stuff, okay? Okay. Crazy stuff, all right, from people about this subject, okay I wouldn't care this is a quote. I wouldn't care if Chuck Baldwin made it illegal for me not to go to church every Sunday as long as he gets uh, gets rid of the Federal Reserve. Now let's say that again. I wouldn't care if Chuck Baldwin made it illegal for me not to go to church every Sunday as long as he gets rid of the Federal Reserve. Now, you you tell me that that that's okay. Come on. Now, what about the other one that I heard, which is almost kind of just as bad? I would give up my First Amendment rights to get rid of the income tax. I would, get rid of, I would give up my First Amendment rights to get rid of the income tax. These are statements made by people in the movement, okay? In the movement. What the hell is happening to us if we're going to think like that, okay? Dr. Steve Perrin, marriage may have been defined in the Christian Bible. That does not mean that it's not also defined in other people's religions, And that is the reason why we have separation of church and state. I can't tell you if it's okay for you to be married. You can't tell me if it's okay for me to be married. That's the way it is. If your religion defines marriage, that has nothing to do with what my definition is. Nor should you be allowed to force your definition of marriage onto me or to anybody else. That is not freedom. That is religious theocracy and fascism in its own right. You do not have the right to tell me that I am engaging in, as the CP platform put, inappropriate sexual behavior. That's none of your goddamn business. All irony aside, that's none of your business. Plain and simple. Dr. Steve Parent, people have been getting married long before Christianity. They will do so long afterwards. It doesn't matter what other religion defines it. The state defines it as a contract between two people. And Ron Paul said that any two adults have the right to engage in any contract they want and call it whatever they want. Yes, Joe Mack, I make you angry because I'm telling the truth while you're trying to pretend that everything's okay. So, in any case... Oh, yeah, that's an excellent point, uh, one of my British friends. Jews and Muslims marry. You know, is there any other religion that did that? Okay. The issue is, is that how it's defined by the state and how it is defined by religion are not the same thing, and nobody can bring their religion into a debate about legislation. We shall make no law that, that respects a religion, period. None. Zero. Zilch. It's that simple. You cannot make a law that favors the establishment of a religion. That is unconstitutional. States' rights is not enough, Dr. Steve. When the the Constitution Party platform says the word federal every five minutes, which it does if you look on it, okay, him saying states' rights now is nothing, okay, Chuck Baldwin has made a lot of statements, more specifically, you know, a Chuck Baldwin presidency will end legal abortion, for example. Okay? You guys say that he's not going to do anything, but the reality is, is his statements about homosexuality in particular are not freedom-based statements. In libertarianism, I have the right to do with my body whatever I want. You have the right to do with your body, okay, whatever, you're, whatever you want. That's the way it is. You don't agree with gay marriage, don't marry some of the same gender that's it that's where it ends anyway i'm coming near the end of my show thankfully i've made my points the people who are refuting me or are trying to refute me are doing their best to just to attack me i still haven't really heard any kind of reasoning But no, Joe Mack, it's not that I'm having trouble banning all of them. I only kick people from the chat room for breaking the rules, and that includes your excessive ad-homs. If you really had a grasp on the subject, you could debate it. I've tried to debate it with you in the past. You are incapable. You are clearly not thinking clearly. That's the issue. You just, you you know, you, you repeat the phrases, well, Ron Paul said that he's the guy, and I trust Ron Paul. That's not relevant to whether or not the CP platform follows the Constitution. Okay, you make statements like, well, he says he'll uphold and defend the Constitution. That doesn't mean anything if he believes the Constitution allows him to bring his religion into legislation. It does not mean anything. He can say that till the cows come home, okay? It's that simple. If the man does not understand the Constitution to be free of religion and does not understand separation of church and state, then him saying that he will uphold the Constitution is meaningless.
3: food for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that fall